Peace and praise the Lord, everybody. This is another pre-recorded episode of the Discernment Amongst Youth podcast. I'm your host, Antoine. And I'm your co-host, Nina. And we're back again this week with another topic, which is taming the tongue. We didn't come to you all with the episode last week due to our um, our convention, the Apostolic Faith Fellowship International. So... Yeah, so we're back this week, and that's what we're going to discuss today, Taming the Tongue. And uh, let's have at it. So we can start the conversation off by putting this out there on the floor, Taming the Tongue. Um, Why is it so difficult? Why do you feel it's so difficult? Um, I guess it would depend on the situation, but typically... I think we would first think about, um, I guess, responding to something mm. that doesn't sit well with us. So um, why it would be difficult is because there's something innate in us called self-preservation that wants things to go that way. Absolutely. So I would say that's the first. You know, it takes great discipline to, like, really bridle your tongue. So, sort of where I'm headed in that direction with that. No, I agree. Um, I was actually thinking the same thing. Uh, it's definitely, um, it's difficult because of self yeah. for the most part. Specifically when we're dealing with our character being attacked or if we're dealing with um, our womanhood or our manhood. Mm-hmm being tested sure. um absolutely i mean absolutely. <laughs> the first thing we want to do is defend ourselves absolutely. if not physically of course verbally so yeah we definitely i think i think most people would would agree with that um that those are the moments where we find holding our tongue the most difficult um <clears throat> but yeah now nah, that's good for starters uh so let me ask you this, starting out. Um, do your words, do you find yourself using your words more often to help others? Mm-hmm. Or do you sometimes find yourself in situations, you know, uh, hurting people? How would you uh, assess that? Um, I will say this about myself I have become mindful. Now, you know, I I wouldn't say that I'm in a place where my speech is seasoned with grace, holy, um, but I definitely have walked through the door where I'm mindful now. I I realize, like, it's a work in progress because there's a side of me that's like, well, you don't know how what you said could have affected someone. You know, you have intent, but you also have how the person takes it, I guess. Um, so yeah, I've 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 become aware of it. I'll put it that way. I, I think, of course, I would say some things probably come off hurtful, depending on who it is, depending on what it is. Is it intentional? No, like I'm not. No, I'm not intentionally trying to hurt people. Right. Do have I ever felt like that? Yes, I have felt like I want to intentionally say something that hurts a person due to a situation, probably, and. That's just due to defense. 
you know, defending myself or something along those lines, but just outright, just walking around, yeah, I'm just going to be hurting people's feelings. No, like, that's not how I carry things, but, yeah, I'm sure I say things that are hurtful. I, it probably comes off hurtful, but, I mean, of course, you do have intent here. But, I mean, you can't explain that every single person, every situation, well, this is not my intent. You know what I mean? No, no, I, I, I agree, I agree. I think, I mean, we're in the same boat. Definitely. I think that part of saying things is uncontrollable at that point. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially if your intent isn't to hurt someone. Though we know intentions doesn't justify yeah. hurting people. Definitely. But at the same time, I mean, of course, as you said in the beginning, I mean, taming the tongue is a great discipline that mm-hmm. your average person has a master to begin with. Um, I would even go as far as to say um, just knowing how to speak to people. It's not even like doesn't have to even be a situation that happens between the two you know it's just like the way i could approach people mm. could just be off you know Absolutely. just offensive like Absolutely. you know of course it's like well you gotta you know you gotta that has to get seasoned but the intentional just walking around lashing out like <laughs> no i agree now i would say honestly honestly just for for myself I, <clears throat> so i will i will say i intentionally attempt to speak in a way that I am not offensive even if I'm disagreeing with the individual or even if I do feel some type of way I try I can honestly say 100% I try my best to season my I mean well yeah season my speech with salt at least Mm -hmm. Um, because I try not to be a contentious person to begin with anyway so of course, as times I've I've said something intentionally too to hurt someone as well, but um, I will say for myself, I I do try my best, even when I'm uh, approaching somebody about a situation that possibly could escalate somewhere else. I still try my best to approach them in a manner where they won't feel attacked, yeah, or they won't feel like I'm. <clears throat> I tried my best to make them feel like they aren't in uh they, they aren't an issue. They they aren't a problem really. Even if the situation is problematic, I try my best to to do that. Um and I, and like and like we stated in the beginning, those can be those moments where I mean it's easy to lash out. It's easy to say something hurtful, especially when someone has put their mouth on you and the situation it don't even have to be true. It could be true, it could be false. Regardless, those are the opportunities where it's easier to um, to pretty much match right, right. whatever it is they said. You can easily exceed whatever it is that they said exactly. with something greater. But um, that's just me. So uh, yeah, I, can I say oh, um, absolutely, absolutely. I remember one time I actually because I mean I'm sure there's been many times, but I think one there was a one case where it actually changed my mindset about it. Like, it, it made me it made me more thoughtful about it. Like, mm. it gave me a deeper awareness. Like, whoa, what you say to people, like, even if you're joking or something, like, it can really affect them. It can really hit a soft spot. Mm. And, of course, I'm not walking around knowing everybody's soft spot, but you just, you just become more sensitive to the fact that you could really say something off the wall. And I remember I did say something off, like, totally off, to an individual. Now I was joking, like mm-hmm. we were joking, and I guess you know, 
knowing me, I was going. I, I'm the type when I joke sometimes. If it's going a certain place, uh, sometimes I can take it too far, mm. or you know, I can, I can, I'll keep going. I don't know. It's just like I'll do it till it hurts in a sense. <laughs> it just depends on what kind of joke is going on. But I think in that moment, I definitely took it too far, and I, I, I said something that um, definitely hit a sore spot for the person. That and the person was sensitive about that that situation. I had no idea. Like I didn't know, but I can understand why. You know, it's a big deal. I'm not going into details, obviously, but um, and you know, then we had a we had conflict and we had then we had resolution, and it just like really opened my mind, like whoa, like, and it it, it hurt me though because it was like man, like man, like I really made this person, mm-hmm. you know, they was uh, praying about like you know they're oh, wow. you know they're upset like yeah they pray deep? well yeah it was to them yeah to them it, it affected them that way like man you know Lord they. She said this, and I don't know where that's coming from, and that hurt my, you know, it hurt their feelings, like point blank. And me, I'm, I'm sleeping good. I went home. I didn't think nothing of it, really. I really didn't. Till the next day, they said something. I'm like, whoa, like I'm so sorry. Like I, I'm, so, I'm so sorry. And I think that's the part that we hurt, like that really gets to me is how you make the person feel. Mm-hmm. For me, it's like whoa, like I really offended one of your people, Lord, and. That bothers me. I'm just being serious. Like that, it really bothers me, and it, it brought me back to the scripture where it was saying, um, "By your words, you're justified or condemned, mm-hmm. and every idle word is going to go into you know you're going to go into judgment for every idle word." And it was just I don't know. I think it was just a lesson the Lord was teaching me, and of course you got to keep working on it. But that really affected me. That situation really turned my thinking about it around. Wow. Oh, oh I mean, uh, I guess. With you bringing that up, that 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 makes me think about. Uh, see, you, I would say for me, you know, when it comes to joking, uh-huh. <clears throat> I'm usually on the receiving end. I never, and, and the reason being though is because I never see, I I never reach, and even if it's even if man the individual is being playful, I never respond with the joke, even if the jokes are a little hard. I don't respond just because it's like. I feel like well the the individual is gonna be walk away from the, they're gonna walk away from I guess the um what's the term? Um I guess for lack of a better expression, I guess the joking session, whatever the case may mm-hmm. be. I feel like they'll walk away hurt rather than me. Because right, right. I can honestly say I, I I mean just speaking for myself, I, I, I have thick skin. So if somebody says a little joke, it's like a hee hee ha ha. Or whatever the case is, but I never reach, I never say anything back because I always feel like you know what if I say something yeah. about them or about a particular situation, whatever the case is, I feel like I'm gonna walk away okay. Yeah, but right, I feel yeah. like okay, even if that person may not say, "Oh, I was hurt," or you said something that uh, struck a nerve. Sometimes you can just tell by what you say. Sometimes it changes the the. Sp- Spirit of the conversation or change the spirit of your interaction with the issue, you know, with the individual. And for me, I hate though. I, for me, I hate those uh, encounters because the next time you see the individual, it just it's just awkward. You know what I'm saying? You ever experienced that? Yeah, you, you could be joking or you could just be talking, and you may have said something um, unaware, and you can just tell just the the. the it's just the atmosphere, the atmosphere yeah. shifts yeah. and you can tell that they got this weird look on their face and you kind of looking like, oh, man, did I say something weird? Did I say something wrong? So I think in those situations, usually I just 
am the one on the receiving end. Yeah. Because it's just like whatever. I feel like I can take it. Uh, I'd rather take it than me dish it out and then you look silly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that that's that, that's just me. Um, it's like you know you'll be good. Absolutely, yeah. You're, just, you're not sure about the other one, so you just say I'd rather just take the hit versus. You know. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I'm not saying I know I don't want to make it seem like I'm superhuman and like that. Of course, things have been said to me that hurt me, so I don't want to be like, oh, nothing affects me. But yeah, sure, yeah. And um, and, and um, but in in cases I find it's always I say something and somebody feels some type of way, and it's like, oh, I thought we were playing, or um, sometimes you just find yourself just probably making a statement and just yeah, just blindsides an individual but um so yeah but that makes me think that sometimes we underestimate the the power of the tongue as well um you know the tongue having power to destroy Mm. and i think um for myself i'm still practicing on how on how to put myself sometimes in a, in the individual shoes that I possibly yeah. have offended, because it's times where you can brush it off and be like, "Hey, man, stop being sensitive." Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying that people should be overly overly sensitive, anything like that. But at the same time, being mindful of what's being said or actually thinking about what you're saying, I don't care if the conversation can just be about, I don't know, someone's cooking or someone's outfit even if you're just making a statement of uh i don't know it could be something small as commenting on somebody's shirt or something like that mm-hmm. i think uh in those situations you'll find yourself killing somebody's confidence or yeah. causing somebody to not cross your path as sure. often as they would like sure. because of possibly s- things you say or Based on their interactions with you, you always find a way to slight them with with whatever comment that you make. Um, so I think I, th- I think that's one thing too that us as humans pretty much put off for the most. For, you know, a, a lot of the times is the power of the tongue, being able to say stuff that will literally kill a person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Did you want to say anything? Yeah, definitely. Like um, it has that. Ability to resonate yeah. in a person's spirit, and even if it doesn't right away show away, for some reason it has a way of coming back up at a certain point in in the person's life, and all along it damaged them. But you know they may not have recognized it right away, but the words that we use, the tongue is a little member, but Kendall's a great fire. Absolutely, absolutely. Um. Oh, you know, another thing, too, excuse me, like we're saying, um, I've been noticing a little, like, that words are not just words, like, what I mean by that is, there's a spirit behind Mm. our words. Absolutely. You know, I I thought about the scripture that it just reminded me, I might might not quote it correctly, but it was saying how the person's, their words were as smooth as butter, Mm -hmm. but war was in their heart. You know, so it's almost like you say a thing a certain way, but the spirit behind what you're saying is to either intimidate, uh, to damage. You know what I mean? That's why it's like, man, 
you have to keep your heart because uh, whatever spirit you're operating under, that's how your words are going to come. You know what I mean? You could be saying the right thing, too. And the spirit behind it is what causes it to be damaging. And that's something that's like, man, it just really makes you realize how circumspect you have you have to be. But no, but you know you but but you know that that's actually powerful too because sometimes people feel like because they're speaking truth. Yeah. They have a right to say it even if it's coming from a bad place. Mm-hmm. Because you can tell the truth and it's coming from an ill place. Sure. Sometimes uh and I we've talked about this offline. I'm sure you heard this before where people say Oh, I'm just real, honey. I just say it like yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to tell you like it is. But sometimes people are just sh- just outright mean. Yeah. You just want to tell somebody off. You are using me right now as a punching bag. Absolutely. It's, your words. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like you're unleashing on me. That's, you ain't telling it like it is. You are targeting my emotional system right now. That's true. And, 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 and it's, it's, it's that people, that's sometimes the fulfillment. It's like I'm a fulfillment sure, yeah, for some, yeah, where I they they love to see that reaction after they said a thing, and they love to see the person react, whether the person uh, retaliates mm-hmm. or whether the person walks away um, displeased. You, you yeah, know, it's so true because I know how I felt. So you know what I mean. I know how I've had felt, and I, mm-hmm. I have had to say to God, just literally recently, like Lord, I literally want to say something that will almost vindicate. How they made me feel mm-hmm. That's really what it was It's like I just want to say something that And I'm like I know First of all Of course that ain't him And I know it's flesh But it's like That's the feelings behind it is Man if I could match Or Just outdo what How you really hurt me yeah. Then I'm You think you good But really When you look at it Further You created an even Worse Situation You know what I mean mm. From them hurting you first. Yeah. Now that you've retaliated, it's an even worse situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even though you feel like, I just need, I just feel so much better now. I got, I got this off my chest. But you've created, you've created something worse. No, I, I totally agree. Um, and I think, I, I, I believe with that too is, uh, I think, I, you know, the, just thinking about just, just thinking about idle words in general, just mm-hmm. idle conversation in general, or <clears throat> someone using words in a in a in an abusive way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's some it's kind of hard to express, but it's something about words that really rock people. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I get it's even worse than giving somebody a dirty look. You know what I'm saying? Let's say, because of course we can talk about the physical. You know, you got some people say sometimes words hurt more than uh, physical abuse or whatever the case is. Yes. And that that can be true in some cases. So I don't want to minimize um, physical abuse in any form or fashion. Absolutely. But yeah, it's definitely it's something about words that seem to be. It doesn't leave. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's almost like it's. It does just something to you psychologically. Absolutely. It just, it's rooted. It's just deep down in, sometimes it gets deep down in, your, you know, in, in, in an individual spirit that you can literally be carrying 
whatever abuse or verbal abuse that was, you can literally be carrying that around, mm-hmm. and that person is no longer even in, they don't even have to be in existence anymore. Certainly. So, uh, I guess even with that, I think the people that even get a, a, a fulfillment out of even just 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 saying stuff that mm-hmm. is not profitable at all is is is. I mean, that's a whole other story. I don't want to yeah. prolong that. Um, but. Anyways, let's move on. Um, so let's talk about murmuring, murmuring and complaining. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> of course, we know uh, in cases when things aren't going our way. Mm-hmm. So we can talk about tests. We can talk about trials. We can just talk about suffering in general. Sure. These are the times when murmuring and complaining. Oh, we don't even have to go as far as suffering and going through we can just even speak to maybe leadership deciding that we're going this way or this is what we're going to start doing or even at work when the boss says this or when uh your manager says well we're going to go this way you can murmur and complain Mm -hmm. um what are your thoughts on that um very it's a it's it's real um and I think that it's definitely a spirit thing behind it because I don't know how to totally explain it, but I, I feel like sometimes your spirit can just be complaining. Mm. You can just have a complaint in your spirit, you know? Before you even open your mouth, it's just like you have that there already. And... It almost kind of reminds me of Job a little bit because, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he kind of he held his peace for a while, right? Mm-hmm. But at some point, he, it it just needed to, it almost needed to just come out for him. Um, he couldn't hold it any longer. And, you know, you begin to put that out in the atmosphere, and I think that's the difference with it. It becomes, it goes, it goes out in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And... I keep saying it, but the thing about saints, the church, that we got to remember is we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. That's right. That's right. So what's out in the atmosphere is become, it's spiritual. Absolutely. What you're doing has a spiritual ramification. Just because you stayed at home and only told hubby, (laughs) you think, oh, it ain't going, it don't, it don't go no, nah. It actually goes further, mm. further, especially when you talk about the body of Christ. Mm. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Because you come to church, and we're trying to figure out what's all these feelings. We call it vibes and stuff, energy and all that foolishness. But we're trying to figure out, well, what's the disconnect I feel? Why is it seems like they don't? You feel that stuff. Yeah. You feel what took place at home. You know what I mean? Absolutely. In another person's home because we're connected. Ah. So it ha- it has spiritual ramifications, especially being in the body of Christ. Mm. And if you're at home complaining at work, <laughs> you come into work with an attitude or something, or you come into work already sort of on edge. So, yeah, that stuff, it carries out now actions. That's key, too. Uh, you saying that just made me think, too, about the children of Israel. Mm-hmm. 
and how they murmured and complained. And of course, we can apply this to ourselves because the word of God is just a mirror. That's all it is for us to look in it and get the corruption off of our face, whatever it is. Um, but, yeah, it makes me think about how they tempted the Lord in the wilderness. And they say, can the Lord furnish a table mm-hmm. in the wilderness? And, and uh, it makes me think the murmuring, the murmuring and complaining can sometimes just come from a place of lust. Yes. Like, I don't want to do. Discontentment. Yeah, it's like, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to do that. It doesn't even have to be con. It will, I will, yeah, it doesn't even have to be. It doesn't even really have to be something that's afflicting you per se. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just that will. Yeah. It's just that will of I'm me, I want to do what I want. And even when we find ourselves in situations where circumstances aren't yielding the best for us. So let's just say well, even thinking about the children of Israel. I mean, they started murmuring and complaining. Mm-hmm. Saying we had, we had uh, onions and we had um, the leeks. The leeks, absolutely, exactly. So, with that, it's 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 almost like that feeling of I deserve better or I want better, and the murmuring and complaining just comes from a place of me just lusting after whatever it is I want. There, it's it has nothing to do with oh, this person is doing this or the boss or leadership is putting me in a position of a failure whatever the case may be usually murmuring and complaining is it's something wrong with us it's inward sometimes it comes from a root of bitterness Mm. sometimes it comes from a place of we like to call it quote-unquote church hurt sometimes things happen to us and always we see red from whatever the Whatever the hurt may be, whatever it is that we're feeling inside, we use that and we feel like murmur our murmuring and complaining is justified yes. because of our hurt, because of our discontentment with whatever status we find ourselves uh, in life. Um, I, I really agree that that really puts something on my mind as far as what you were saying about the place it come from. Mm. And I like when the definition says... Um, it come from a place of disapproval. Mm. I really like that word because, the, like the example you gave, they disapprove God's method of their, of His way of saving them, mm. of His way of training them. They were in the wilderness and they they disapproved of something really <laughs> that was less than the affliction they were Absolutely. previously under. Yes. You know what I mean? So that's another thing when uh, I know I can speak to in my short time of living, disapproving how life is going for me. You know what I'm saying? Being young, you have a mindset already. You thinking, look, I mean, generally speaking, um, you thinking good job, you know, doing well for myself, getting established. You don't, you're not thinking pennies. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like you ain't thinking billionaire, but you you know you you possibly thinking I'm gonna be doing I'm single I'm gonna be doing all right for myself, and you find yourself struggling from paycheck to paycheck. You yes. like, man, I'm young, <laughs> I got all this life to yes. live, and what is going on here? And you just disapprove 
of the place where God has you, especially yes. when you're in his will. Absolutely. And that's a, I know for sure I have been there. We're disapproving. I know we're working. I mean, I had a, I was really just through with that place. But it wasn't his will for me to leave. And I had like three instances where I was just like, I'm gone. I don't care if I don't, you know, it was like, he still had that reverence there because I wanted a word. Absolutely. But it was like, Lord, I'm on, I'm on. Really, I was at the end of my, my storage. Yes. That's really what it was. And I needed grace. <laughs> hey, hey, you know, it's funny too, because it all goes, it all points us back to, to self mm-hmm. and it all points us back to the heart. The scripture says out of the abundance of the heart, yes, the mouth speaketh. Mm. Most, oh, I would say, a lot of sins. It's not even necessarily us fornicating and uh, possibly um, stealing and things of that sort. Sometimes it's our it's our speech. Our speech alone can is unpleasing in God's sight. Yes. You know what I'm saying, and I know we minimize. Words or we minimize our interactions with individuals, but our speech alone is. I mean, if if I be honest with myself, my speech is not always, and it's not like um, what cur- uh, I'm cursing or using profane language. Sometimes just the response yeah. or the intent or motive, because that's the biggest thing with Christ mm. is our heart, that motive, our intent, and. If we're not careful, we'll be saying stuff and going to sleep at night and feeling like, we're, you know, we're all right. Mm-hmm. And we're not. So, um, with that being said, why do you feel sins of speech are often overlooked and not taken as serious? Because we become like the world. We believe we have freedom of speech. <laughs> uh oh, there it is. <laughs> no, that's good. That's true. That's that, that's that's true. That's true. Worldly that's concepts, true. and we don't believe that we're accountable in that. And you know why else too? Because it's a little member. Mm-hmm. We don't put much emphasis on it because you know it's like eh, you know it's just you know we talk. You know we we use that stuff. We talk. Everybody talk. But that doesn't change the ramifications. Absolutely. That doesn't change. And I mean, this is for this is for me too, you know. It's not like I'm, you know. But I'm just saying, it don't change the fact that it do what it do. Absolutely. And what we gotta do is we gotta die to that concept that we have freedom of speech, that we can say what we want, say it how we want, and it's just my right to do that. We lost that right when we tr- were translated into the kingdom of His dear Son. Absolutely. And now we we figure out. Well, I need to figure out what God want me to say. I need Absolutely. to figure out what is appealing in his eyesight. Mm. That's what I think. No, yeah, no, that that's good. That's good. I'm even thinking about um when the scripture said and he opened out his mouth. Mm. I mean, and we I mean, who Jesus our perfect example. It gets no greater than the example Jesus has set before us. And Speaking for myself, even now as speaking about the tongue, when we see the example that Christ, the Lord from glory, has given us, I mean, if anybody had any right to 
speak up for himself If anybody had any right to Slander anyone Or to put somebody in their place Yes sir well, It was Christ And I think I think Just think I mean right now Just thinking about it It's almost shameful f- for, for me as a As a faulty human being As an imperfect Holy Ghost filled saint for me to feel like I have a right to say what I want, to mm-hmm. speak up for myself when situations present itself and I'm not happy with it, it's a slap in God's face, really. It's a slap in the Lord's face when you want, if you want to put it black and white like that. And, and like I said, I understand we have struggles, and I'm not saying when this podcast ends, oh, tomorrow I'm just going to be the sweetest person walking the earth but at the same time i'm aware that i'm aware that i need some work and we all need work because when it comes to our speech that's one thing we should be sharpening and honing in on every day outside of the reading and the praying and the jerking and quickening and all of that mm-hmm. i mean is our speech is, is our, i mean let the words of my mouth oh. And the meditation of my heart. I mean, the words of my mouth. Lord, is it acceptable in your sight? You know what I'm saying? And you want to say something? I wanted to say something to that because I know sometimes, you know, we, we don't want to appear like we acting superhuman. Mm. And I like what someone said. It kind of eases me. We preach. We teach the standard. We all as the saints of God are trying to. We're, we're, we're pressing towards the standard. Absolutely. That's it. But we don't. We don't preach anything weaker than the standard. That's right. You know what I mean? We That's don't right. convey anything weaker than the standard. So simply, what you're hearing tonight is the standard That's right. that we all have to come up to. Absolutely. <laughs> and we don't lower the bar. We don't lower the bar down just so I can say, "Well, I can get it right tomorrow." Mm-hmm. Yes, we can. We every day, his ner- his mercies are new. new. They're fresh. Yes. But we don't abuse. That privilege, if anything, that privilege should make us fear the more that we have such a loving and graceful God who is even presenting our opportunity to us. Uh, the scripture says, by him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. Mm. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Wow. Thinking about that, I mean, if we I mean, you we can't do that. And in the same breath, be gossiping or slandering our neighbor or even thinking thoughts toward our neighbor that is contrary to the word. And like I said, we're not saying these things or I'm not saying this as if I perfected it. Like Paul said, not that I have already attained. Absolutely absolutely not. But I'm I follow after I press forward. And that's why we're able to say these things, because we're actually reaching. We're Mm -hmm. striving for that goal we're striving for the prize so that's why i'm able we're able to speak about these things with conviction speak about these things from a place of um of endearment to our brothers and sisters in christ um but yeah i mean just oh i'm sorry you wanted to say something it's written (laughs) you know it's written we 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 have no other gospel this is the gospel and so our mandate is if we're going to talk about this, we're going to have to talk about it the right way, mm. you know, and people going to have to assume or think, you know, whatever. But 
we got to know within ourselves that, you know, Lord, I'm striving. I haven't had many experiences that, that have tested. I've had some experiences that have tested that tongue. Um, but as life goes on, you know what? He knows what we need. Mm. He knows what to send to where we're perfected. That's right. That's right. That's right. Now, that's good. That's good. Um, I mean, this conversation right now is just helping me just really reflect on something is I mean it's absolutely it's, it's large in the Lord's eyes but like the scripture says it's a little member yeah. but it's the hardest member yeah. to tame mm-hmm. which is I mean it's powerful in itself so and I like the scripture you're using because that's coming from James and it really shows us that we don't serve two masters mm-hmm. I can really see understand why he says that both don't come out right. of the same mouth and it's acceptable. That's right. God's trying to get us single. Mm-hmm. He's trying to get us focused on one thing and he wants us to bear fruit for one thing. That's right. You know what I mean? That's he it. doesn't want the fruit of evil and good coming out. You know what I mean? That's, That's lukewarm. Right. I mean, well, James even gave us that example too. I mean, he talked about a fountain. That's it. I mean, we, we wouldn't dare drink from a fountain that's going to give out bitter and sweet water. Yes. I mean, because when you go to the fountain, you, I mean, you're expecting fresh, cold water. So if, so if every time you go to the fountain and you have to wish <laughs> and hope and think, I hope this time that I come mm-hmm. to the fountain, mm-hmm. sweet water or fresh water is going to come out. I mean, so, I mean, when you start thinking about the analogies that they give and you start to think about how it's applied to us as humans, you can overlook the the power of the scripture of of it's pretty much showing us us. Yeah. I mean, speaking blessings at one point, but the next moment you're cursing yeah. someone. You're saying, oh, your hat looks nice in one breath. And then when they walk off, yeah, man, their teeth was yellow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You get what I mean? I so, I mean, and, 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 and like I said, I mean, the Lord, is, the, Lord, the Lord is merciful. He knows. I mean, the scripture says if he should mark iniquity, who should stand? I mean. And he knows our frame. Absolutely. He knows our frame. He remembers that we're dust. And that's why his mercy is extended to us. And that's why we ought to be thankful we're under grace. Because grace is working undercover for us to get it together. That's right. That's it. <laughs> hey, you know, that's it. That's it. I mean, and like I said, we talk, speech is something we have to use every day. Yeah. So this is not like, um, I mean, this is not like, I mean, the tongue is not the ear. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. So it's, it's like, this is something we have to use. And of course, we use our ears every day. I don't want to sound ridiculous but i'm speaking to this is something we're going to use daily throughout the day mm-hmm. and nine times out of ten we ain't holding up peace all too much yes. so with us speak uh with us having to interact with us have having to have conversation at work in the home in the church in the grocery store mm-hmm. uh at the post office wherever we may be Paying attention to what we're saying, paying attention to the intent of why we're saying the thing is something we must 
zoom in on every single day because even for myself when I get on my knees at the end of the day sometimes stuff come back to my mind I be like man why did I say that or (laughs) I wonder if I offended the individual Um, and I'm gonna let you speak but I just wanted to share this Uh, somebody actually recently gave me a call you know and they and they were and I and I I truly respect it because whenever somebody's trying to get it right even if I felt like it wasn't a big deal when somebody's trying to get it right or they try to backtrack on whatever it is they said or whatever it is they did I always respect it especially especially with us being saints because it show, it, it, it 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 heightens my respect for them because I I see that they're they're running for their life mm-hmm. they're striving but this individual they called me and they pretty much was just trying to confirm that they wasn't spewing out any evil any kind of ill or evil report about an individual that they were speaking of and I let them know there was no harm done I let them know like you know no nah, it's all good I didn't feel any kind of way you didn't uh, you didn't poison me or anything of that sort and um, I can tell they felt relieved about that um, but that's just the most recent situation where of course that wasn't me but just that alone had me thinking like wow we we really just need to make sure we really need to just take inventory even if it's something so small i mean even if i don't care if the individual walked away after you said a thing and they didn't seem affected sometimes it's just good if you feel like your conscience has been tormented at that moment it's good to just follow up and say hey did i say something that triggered anything or what or what have you so um no i thank god for that situation because because it really uh it touched me to it touched me to really think about okay if i ever find myself in a situation where i'm talking idle Mm -hmm. to really to really meditate and think about what Whatever it is I said and in case I need to go back and apologize and get something right that's that's important because salvation that's my salvation is hinging on my speech as well yeah. just like it is any other action so certainly all right oh I thought you, you didn't want to say anything I think it slipped my mind it slipped your mind I'm sorry no, you I took that out your mind I'm sorry <laughs> it's like I'm kidding um so what about gossip? How, how do you feel about that? And with gossip, how do you how do you think one's company affects their their conversation or their speech? Um, well, they say birds of a feather flock together. So. Uh, that's what they say. Um, so I think um, what you put yourself around is either what you are or what you become. Um, and I want that was the thing I had slipped my mind. I was thinking about a phase in my life where um, James, the third chapter, had really gripped me. It really had a hold on me. And I found myself learning how to avoid gossip. And what it was, was I wouldn't put myself in those situations. 
when I saw it going a certain route, I left. Literally, I was just finding myself. Listen, I'm 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 taking this detour here. Um, once it it got to a certain way, once the, you know the conversation started leaning a certain way, I would just remove myself. Like literally, just remove myself, and I found out what I don't hear. I don't speak on. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, and it was such a, it was such a refreshing thing to be experiencing that. Oh, there's nothing. I mean, I have nothing to say. I find myself even now. You just be out the loop, if I can say that. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know. I'm like, well, nah. <laughs> I mean, I try to avoid those situations because, and, and it's not always avoidable, you know. You had a cookout and hear something. You, 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 what you gonna do? You know what I mean. But what I'm saying is, try to be intentional about, you know, maneuvering with that because I just honestly, I, I like a, I like a clear mind. I don't like foolishness on my mind. You know what I mean? It's like if I'm gonna think, if I'm gonna use my brain, like I want something stimulating, mm. something that's attractive. Yes. You know what I mean? For me, it's, it's just draining. It's mm. just like, ugh, I can't hear it too long and just it's just not appealing to me <laughs> but yeah very easy to slip into very easy to slip into even if it's not appealing mm-hmm. you know even if it's not appealing to me done it done it you know what I mean so it's it's a part of the human as I like what Pat said he said it's a part of the fallen nature <laughs> it's the human condition absolutely absolutely Um, <clears throat> same here I mean yeah you find yourself falling into that it's, yeah. so, it's so easy too it's easy. Sometimes you, you're you not even I mean Like I said Sometimes you just find yourself Sort of Getting sucked in Yeah And it's It's, it's, and it's nobody's fault It's your fault really um, But even with that being said I, I know I've learned to I've learned to Even when I'm in the midst of A conversation With a group of people And I know it's Turning for the worse, yeah. or it turn. It, sometimes it starts off. The conversations are, are great. Sometimes the conversation starts off innocent, but then somehow <clears throat> somebody becomes the became becomes the the main attraction of the conversation. Or sometimes somebody becomes some. Sometimes a situation may arise and everybody is giving their opinion, or everybody is shooting their shot at whatever it is been is being talked about. And what I find myself doing is pretty much just telling whoever I'm talking to or whatever the indiv- whoever the individuals are. I just find myself saying, uh, "There's two sides to a story." I'll say that. Oh, well, you know, it's two sides to a story. You can't bank on, especially if you're getting secondhand information. Yeah. I'm very cautious of that, especially if somebody says somebody told me this, or. I saw this and I saw that. Me personally, I'm one of those ones where I'm, and I haven't always been this way. Sometimes, like I say, you fall into that pressure of the heat of the conversation. You feel like you have to give your two cents and you feel like you have to throw something out there to feel like you're part of the conversation. But now I'm one of those ones where I just let people know, like, your source has to be valuable for one. Whatever it is that you're talking about And you have to consider who's saying whatever it is they're saying And for me, like I said If I haven't heard it from the person's mouth That we're discussing Or if I haven't 
seen anything I don't have an opinion And even if I do have an opinion in my mind I'm not going to speak on it because I don't know the truth I don't know the the true meat Of whatever it is That's being said Also Also sometimes we know who The group is That does the gossiping or does the talking or who or is <laughs> the one beating people off in the head in certain conversations um no the scripture comes to my mind too uh i was actually reading this i've been reading proverbs a lot but the scripture that says um I, it's proverbs 22 and 3 it says a prudent man foreseeeth the evil and hideth himself but the simple pass on and are mm-hmm. punished so if i see People congregated, and I know they, they're they going to talk and bash people. I ain't going that way. I'm going the other way. That's at, at work. That's at church. That's wherever. I'm going the other way because you feel much cleaner. You feel much, you feel clearer when you're not in the mix or when you're not partaking in certain conversations because when you know a thing, especially if you know it's not true, and that's I think that's one of the worst things. When you know a thing isn't true and you hear it and then you walk off and you're contemplating and you're thinking like, oh, man, is that true? And then when you see the individual, you're wondering and you're looking at him strange like, man, I wonder if he did it. Did he not do it or whatever the case may be? When you know something isn't true or if you're not even sure it's true, you might as well just 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 throw that in the trash i mean it's nothing to meditate on you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so i think when somebody's even stating something that it's not true i don't even waste my time and if it is true and i'm not trying to be quote unquote like we like to say too spiritual or whatnot um but more more than like you need to be praying for the individual there should be some sense of sympathy there or empathy for the individual I don't care It don't even have to be A great situation But just in general You know I think sitting around Just bashing somebody And really I mean tearing them down And then you gotta pray For the individual When you see him Or You gotta minister To this individual When you see him I mean Cause you can't minister You can't minister To somebody that You hate with your guts You know what I'm saying Certainly. It's one thing to it's one thing to, you know, love somebody that you or trying to, you know, make an effort to mend a relationship or put yourself out there to try to, you know, come around with someone you may not like all that much. Um, but it's another thing to bash people and then you're going to act like you're praying for them at the same time. You can't do both. You can't be praying about somebody and then talking about them like a dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't minister to somebody or you preaching to somebody. But then you're going to say, you know, such and such or whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? So I think I think that's 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 hypocritical as well, too. So it's a little. um, yeah, It's a little dangerous and that's a little uh, that's definitely a little hurtful as well. Yeah, so I was, gonna, I was thinking, too, um. When you get on the other side of something, it ought to change your perspective. Yeah. Versus what I mean by that is growing up, 
uh, great heritage. You know, you following in that footsteps. You know, what behind the ears? You haven't really done nothing. And then it's like you find yourself in a bad place. So now you in the hot seat to be talked about. Mm, And it really, for me at least, um, it changes uh, when you have possibly fallen, slipped or something, or somebody feel like they have dirt on you or whatever. And now you in the seat to be (laughs) the topic of discussion. It changed, I think. That has affected me greatly too. I think being on the opposite side of things, it's like, whoa, you know what? Been there, kind of been there. It's not a great feeling, and it's not a great feeling, especially when sometimes you feel like people don't really know the truth. Mm. But you gotta, you gotta bear the shame of whatever they think they know. Absolutely, you know what I mean. So it's like it changes your mindset. It, when you on the end where you could talk, mm. or it, I, I hope it changes the mindset. It's almost like considering yourself now. Consider yourself now. And but you, it's like when you at first, it's like I just think about myself. Like at first, you just kind of you don't have that other side yet. You don't you don't have that other right, side. Right. You looking like nah, it's just this. You you this you that you you know what I mean. You you coming hard down like a you just you got a sword every time you talking. It's like <laughs> you haven't really been to that side where man. I am written. I realize I'm ridden with weakness. Yeah. I find myself in a bad place, you know. So then you have that. Once you you have that, mm. you now considering yourself. I hope. I, usually that's the thing that works in you. You, you start to consider yourself when you get in situations, mm. you know, before you make that judgment. No, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and I think this was a profitable, profitable uh, conversation. And of course, we're running out of time. Um, but I don't think this. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Let's let's just hit one more. Um, and I mean, so many avenues. Exactly. I mean, I was thinking. Sorry, you could talk about boasting because the scripture talk about how such a little member boasts of great things. You know, it's not always just talking about people. You usually we we major on the things that happen the most. Mm. But you got people boasting. You yeah. got you got gal. Use your tongue to be deceitful and crooked and. Cunning, so it's so many different aspects to the tongue, but because we have so much, so little time, we only have an hour. You know, how in the world are we gonna hit every point? You know, absolutely. And then you have people who are listening who I'm sure are more seasoned who can oh, yes. definitely speak to some avenues that we haven't even considered. Consider, absolutely. Um, and you even have some young people out there who have some interesting perspectives and have experienced. Both sides of the spectrum, which we all have. I believe we all have been on both sides of the fence, whether we've been the one persecuting with our lips or whether we're the ones receiving the persecution or being talked about or what have you. Um, yeah, I don't think we got time for more. It looks like the time is running uh, out. But anyways, so, I mean, we definitely want to thank you all for listening again, of course. Um, it's always, we, you know, we always greatly appreciate you all listening in. Um and like we said, this this conversation can't be exhausted. I mean, you have us two individuals rambling, and <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we know there's other perspectives. We know there's other things that you all have considered that we probably haven't. Um, but that's what these conversations are for. We're just here to to provoke some thought. We're here to edify the body of Christ. We're just here to to discuss these topics. 
in a I, I guess I can say a, a non-church setting you know what I mean um, but yeah it's geared toward the young people and of course uh, young and old can listen in and pitch in and take anything from this but we like we said we want to thank you all for listening in we appreciate you all listening in um, and as always you guys can follow us on our social media it's at discernment amongst youth everywhere that's facebook that's twitter that's instagram and of course you can like and subscribe to our youtube channel discernment amongst youth um and also if you would like to donate and give a love offering just to support this platform for us to you know get this program out in more creative ways you can do so by by cash apping us at d a well first of all it's gonna be dollar sign d a y o u t h again that's dollar sign d a youth that's all capital letters so if you're moved to give anything god bless you if not god bless you your listening in is good enough of course um also just stay tuned for more podcast episodes in the near future we will be doing these podcasts um on video right now we're just trying to of course take time to update our equipment but until then of course these podcasts will be audio only these podcasts are pre-recorded so if you do have any questions comments and concerns you can also send us a message on facebook you can post on our page which is discernment amongst youth on facebook um you can also send us an email at holiness.sanctification at gmail.com in case you have any comments questions concerns any suggestions any ideas we're open to that and yeah tune in until next time god bless you all we love you all and you all have a good good night good day good afternoon wherever you are in the world so god bless